welcome to the We're All Fucked podcast hosted by me, Derry Owen. And me, Dan's Grace. This is a podcast designed to try and take a light-hearted take on the ridiculousness of society as we know it and wonder how we all find a way to carry on, even though we know deep down we're all fucked. Each episode, we'll be looking at a particular topic, having a laugh and a cry along the way, dragging along a few guests with us for the ride. Remember to rate us and subscribe so you never miss our rounds. Bonjour, Dewey! Bonjour, Daniel. This feels actually pretty weird because um, all our listeners will be thinking that it's just like oh, it's next week's episode, but we've had a whole bunch of a gap now. Probably about okay. four or five weeks because at life least, has got in our uh, up, up our ass. Yeah. So um, we're under pressure now as I record this one because it's the last of not only the series, Dan, but potentially of the pod. It is true. It is true. We are deep are... of tears of the listeners. <laughs> we we are bringing it to a to a hiatus to a to a sort of brief end. We we have the treble and uh, we're putting it to to bed for a little bit, um, while we explore other projects. So yeah, I think really it just it just feels like a natural end, and we've we've had a fantastic run. You know, I think if you if we would have said at the beginning we would have done thirty episodes, we probably would have said you know how we're going to come up with this episode. But it's had like this like natural feel to it, and like the, the things that we've covered have been so entertaining. But it, it's been like we started this off being nervous about like what are we doing, yeah, you know how exactly. how are we going to do it. But it, I think what it's done is it's given us the confidence, you know, few people listen and enjoy it, and it's not the end. As you say, we're going to explore other projects. We've got a few ideas and things, so it's actually like a happy, really happy ending to what we've ranted about for the last like a year and a half. I think I think it's it's been it's been massively self-indulgent. Um, it, oh, yeah. it, it's I think I think for me it's sort of been the metaphor I'd use is that it's been our stabilizers on our on our little tricycle. It's been our little bike, and we've kind of taken out for a spin. Sort of think, oh fuck, we're going to fall over here. And thankfully, you know, we've we've been able to edit out anything too outrageous. We've edited out all the jokes about disabled people, black people, Jewish people, women. You know, your your horrific and repeated use of the c word that has gone on the cutting room floor. And here we are. <laughs> are overruled. <laughs> it's uh, it, no, it's been it's been great, and and it's given us a chance, I think, to sort of vent something that had been kind of boiling away for a few years um for, from my perspective it's not necessarily over over it's more that like with a lot of these things like with cancer you know it has to build up you know it's it's not something that just gives you an early warning sign it builds up and it builds up underneath the surface you don't know it's there and then you feel a lump and then you're like oh shit i've got cancer I imagine that our podcast, well, WAF Pod, will come back at some point like a cancerous growth, something that you didn't know that you had, and suddenly, mm. oh God, oh God, it's there again. <laughs> oh, I, I think I know what you mean. Artistic license. I'll take it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. 
I kind of like it, it's it's made like you're absolutely right in like you were totally self indulgent and we always talked about doing it and it's it, it has helped in some ways and it, it, hopefully it's helped one to the old classic and the one or two out there that's listened to it just to realize like within the madness how all interconnected it all is and how like how how normal it is to feel frustrated shit suicidal within the system that we all are and what what struck me is the 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 variances of things that we've like covered even if it's kind of more of the touchy-feely subjects up through to the deep dark stuff how kind of it all falls back into like the structure of society and how like how that thing the the society in general how is this thing that we take for granted has all these facets that you would totally think are totally different and not connected that actually actually it's all actually web and it is all connected and how like these this system that we take for granted every day how kind of fragile it is and how much of it is like built on unwritten rules norms conventions and everything like that you know it's been it's it's been really really amazing really uh to to kind of explore it and been and been helpful you know even I mean, just like in day-to-day life i think like I almost tell people now it's just like just just rant it off. You know, like, mm. we we started this didn't we thinking like if nobody listens, that's fine because selfishly it's better for you and me. And we've always felt like that. And yeah, knowing that few people have listened does as obviously it's fantastic. But so yeah, it's like it's not it's as I say it's not a sad ending. It's just like something that have been hugely enjoyable. And, and thank I you think, to everybody who has listened uh... and supported us. It's the kind of thing that has only really happened because we stopped working together. I think if we were still working together today, we probably wouldn't have had the momentum to do it. Or if we had, we would have done it in a more considered particular way. Um, I I think that this is kind of, I guess in many ways, it's been the sort of conversations we had, you know, whatever. Jesus, fuck off. How, how How long have I known you? You bastard. Um, I just Too long. the Velling, so that was, I would say, about seven years. So that's a long time, isn't it? 2000 and 2016, then, around yeah. about 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a, that is a, that is a long time. Um, you get less for murder. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, especially if you're rich. Yeah, get off. Access to justice. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Another thing connected to the microcosm that is the fuckness of society. I mean, it it does. It's sort of simultaneously the the interconnectedness of all things, everything, everywhere, all at once. It simultaneously depresses me and elates me because Mm. you you feel in some ways if you tap away at your own corner, you can affect greater change. And at the same time, if something shit's going on, it's probably affecting something else shit and it all has a domino effect and everything is shit. And I think that what we've kind of shown, hopefully, is that by getting out there and voicing it and giving rise to those thoughts, it allows you to process that a little bit. And hopefully for the positive, you know, hopefully you come out of it. 100%, yeah. Venting it. I always wonder that, you know, like it's easy to think that you have these thoughts, frustrations about every day in life, and obviously we branted off about them. And obviously, knowing that there's a lot of people out there feel the same way, but I, it just, it just like, it still probably strikes me. That question that I've still got is, 
does everybody actually feel that way? You know, do, are people? What I basically hope is like the podcast might have, you know, brought it to somebody's attention. Mm. You know that they might not have thought about like why do I, why do I feel this way? You know, we yeah. we, we kind of like know when you drill down to it. Well, if this is fucking ridiculous. That's ridiculous. but I just hope like if somebody out there thinking like this feels like shit. Why is every day a struggle? I'm not. I don't understand why I'm not an normal type thing. You know yeah, that, that is the yeah, hope yeah, yeah. of like if the podcast has managed to achieve that. And a few laughs along the way. I think that 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 is kind of job done. No, uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's kind of, I it it it's impossible to know in a way, but I sort of feel like there is probably a certain amount of disenfranchisement and dis disempowerment today, because otherwise you would see mass protest. You know, you'd you get more earnest and serious conversation about reality TV than you do about global warming or immigration or, you know, you don't get intelligent, balanced, reasoned debate about the most serious topics of the day, the things that are actually going to have a physical impact on most people. But you do get lots of people arguing over stuff that, you know, even they themselves would probably objectively say, yes, this stuff doesn't really matter. And I, I guess in some ways, a lot of people just feel like, well, I can handle the small stuff. I can look at the small stuff. I can, I can, you know, it's a bit like me with my hobbies. You know, I, I do stuff on purpose quite a lot of the time that is quite escapist yeah. um, because, you know, being too close to the fire, looking into the fire, looking into the void is one way ticket to uh, jumping on the train tracks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That is the downside of having that awareness, I suppose, isn't it? Mm. Is kind of touching, and that's why obviously again, those doing the podcast helps us to kind of like externalize <laughs> the thoughts and actually. But I think like a weakness. If I have to look at you know a weakness of what we've done, we obviously talking to each other like an echo chamber, aren't we? And on largely ninety percent of stuff, we always agree. So it's probably a regret of mine and probably weakness of the podcast that we didn't manage to get people who might like disagree with us more. I was uh, gonna I was gonna ask kind of uh, you know whether you had any big regrets or what your regrets are for the for the last three seasons. Yeah, yeah, I would you know, probably call it regret. It would just be like uh, you know if I would do it again, I would mm. we would actually try and do that a bit more. Uh, but it's been quite hard to get guests and stuff to come on as well. I think people are quite nervous about talking about a lot of this stuff and implicating themselves or getting into trouble with their work and things. It's sort of some some of the stuff where I've got back, you know, when you ask me, which is sad that it's all right. But I think if if I'd be very critical, it probably would be that. Um, and but I, you know, again, it's uh, <laughs> I, I it's that it's that we criticise not having that balanced debate in kind of mainstream media or something. Well, I really yeah. enjoy kind of talking usually to people and find it quite interesting where people like have different views. But of course, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite if on the podcast that I've co-created, uh, we haven't actually facilitated that, that enough. So that would probably be like the improvement thing that we should probably should have done that the greatest weakness. What, what do you think? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I mean, I'd I'd go a bit further, probably, because I think, you know, if, if I was to do it over, possibly what I'd consider, you know, you, either, you know, as part of what we could have done or as a follow up is to purposefully pick people with completely opposite views on the key discussions. So, for example, you know, someone who 
identifies as a fascist or as a Nazi and you know you you have a conversation with them about immigration like because because like I, I how would you find, approach those like? well I I mean these this is the thing I think where people have more extreme views they would probably feel less inclined to sort of turn away they'd, they'd probably be more inclined to want to engage and want to have those conversations because inherently really? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, unless obviously they sure. they hold sort of you know responsible positions and they and they feel maybe that they have things to lose. But my my kind of general thought is if you take your sort of standard gammon, a lot of the time they're either retired and therefore inherently got less to lose, or they are themselves in quite a vulnerable position, generally quite poor, you know, struggling, and therefore again not much to lose so it's it's one of those things where i think that if you could bring someone in like that in i know i'm not saying that i'd be particularly good at it to be honest because i th- I think that you know you throw fire and ice together you're going to get conflict aren't you it's it's about whether you know you can I, my my objective in that kind of conversation would leave with everyone feeling like they've been respected um, because I, <laughs> do, 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 surely, surely. No, do, no, I just can't believe. I just can't believe that. First of all, I'm just thinking about like you trying to recruit neo Nazis. Just like, <laughs> hi guys, uh, we're looking for like a neo Nazi that's really open to come and talk in a pod. You know, then finding them and then you having this much to think, yeah, yeah, I'm a neo Nazi. Yeah, of course, I'll come on this podcast. <laughs> I, I think they would be just like, no. These guys are just those people. Then that's the whole idea of their psyche. Those are those people. I will stay with these kind of people. I, I think those I, are people that don't come. And then throw it all together. It would, be, it would be ugly, and you wouldn't be able to have a have a, a recent discussion. I think. I, I think the extremist views would be those that they're they're called extremists for a reason. But but the but the thing is, is I think that's part of the problem is that we have this kind of no platforming, we have this burn the books, we have, you know, on both sides of the, the of these debates, of these key debates, there is polarization. And I think that that fundamentally is one of the biggest problems, because through polarization, little happens, you know, people fight each other, but the issue doesn't resolve, the issue doesn't progress. It's just, it's it's either used as a distraction technique. So, you know, the Tories have openly admitted that their next election is going to be run on social uh, issues or, you know, the, I can't remember the, what you call it, but, you know, the, the woke Culture arcade. wars. Culture wars, that's the one. And, yeah. and I think that, you know, it's kind of the reason why that, you know, I, I personally don't think they'll win the next election, but if if they stand a decent chance or if they get a decent share of the vote, it'll be because a lot of people have bought into that. And you can only buy into that if you don't actually have the conversations with the people. Because, like, for example, um, my gran shared something with me in the last week or so. Um, not with me personally, but she emailed around a load of different, like, memes, effectively, on an email chain. And a load of them were sort of fairly standard boomer humour um, you know, they, they were kind of fairly right wing. They were fairly sort of, you know, un-PC. Um, but I know her and I know how loving and how caring she is. And so, you know, if, if say she had an online presence and say she was 
you know, using social media regularly or whatever, people would immediately, if she posted that kind of thing, label her and sort of demonize her and think, right, well, you fit in that camp. But the reality is actually, is she has a massive, you know, she has loads of grandchildren, she has great grandchildren. It's it's one of those things that the racist, the Nazi, they still walk their dog. Yeah, like, but I, I think, I, I, yeah, I, somebody right wing or with right wing views or, you know, conservative voters that, mm. you know, want deregulation, well, yeah, fine. Neo-Nazis, you, you know, you, you've, you've diluted it there from a neo-Nazi and fascist to like this middle-aged old woman who's, who's like a long-life conservative voter. I think there's a difference. Absolutely get that auntie in and try and like challenge views and have a reasonable discussion. If you get a neo-Nazi in and you've got this very nice vision as you tend to have of, of life, it's wonderful. <laughs> we'll all we'll all eventually smoke we'll weed. We'd weed and weed with a common commune with like the campfire a, and get a, the acoustic guitar out. <laughs> and in, incest in the air. Not incest, incense. <laughs> hey, uh, um, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, so, you know, you, basically you, the only way that you could try and have a conversation with your ass is like is to Give them a, give an opportunity to try and understand their views. Yeah. So I understand your argument about polarization does exist, but don't you think it becomes to a stage where just like even having the conversation with those people who hold those views, especially on some sort of like a podcast like this, would be you would basically even if you would try to be nice and understanding, say okay, talk to us about what you think about the Jews, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you'd yeah, be yeah. like, okay, okay, okay just to kind of like listen to them you know you'd yeah. be a, you'd be labeled a nazi sympathizer or something within the week you know it, it's it, i understand that's probably again that's, a bigger bigger part of like a reason yeah, debate so, but that's that's exactly that's exactly why i'm saying that you know i mean i'm i'm not what i'm not talking about is the bbc and other large media corporations approach to sort of Oh well, we need balance, so therefore, you know, we'll always invite yeah. because because if you if you look at I saw some statistical analysis of like the number of Green Party MPs or councillors, whatever that be invited on, versus the number of Brexit Party or anti Senate Party, or whatever that have been invited yeah. onto these yeah. debates, and it's you know it's, it's very clearly slanted towards the right. Yeah, I'm I'm not talking about you should have everyone on for you know just because you should have everyone on what i'm saying is that where you have these key debates around really important issues if you don't have everyone in the room and you say oh that's you know that's unacceptable we have to put them in a covid and lock it like reality is is that if you don't listen to them if you don't have that conversation if you're not prepared to debate that what's going to happen is that they will be listened to by others you know, there will be people who are not going to have that, you know, and if you're if you have the ability to have a reasoned debate and actually pull out some of the arguments and actually sort of toss it up in the air and and lay it out, you know, in a colourful, entertaining way for people to listen to or watch or read or whatever it is, you almost have a responsibility to do that because it then actually allows independent person, person who's one step removed from it, going Right, okay, well, I don't know much about this issue, but I've heard this side, this side, this side seemed barking. He said that six million Jews hadn't been killed. But, you know, that's really well documented. So, you know, what's up with that? And therefore, sure. because it's because, because it's then sort of gone, right, well, you know, that's clearly mental. Like, 
it allows the mass population to get that. What I think we're at risk of, and the reason why there is a rise of fascism, is because on both left and right, there is a po- there is this kind of, oh, well, we don't talk to them. They're not our camp. Yes, I yeah, I, I will accept that is a problem. Um, however, just to play, just, just to be controversial, if, if you're saying from your original argument with like the Tory party are very good at, you know, persuading people that well, let's play culture wars or whatever, and then those people are persuaded and they vote Tory, fucking on this people vote Tory and we can't understand it. However, yeah. when it comes to actually you say, no, actually everybody, even if they're neo-Nazi or anarchists, sh- should have a place mm. on the panel, and and then your reason, judgment of that is, well, it, if I'm understanding it correctly, is like, well, if the people would hear their views, mm. then surely they're sensible enough to say, well, he's barking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're trusting the general public not to actually think, hey, that guy's got some good ideas, which they are doing with the Conservative Party, so what's stopping them from doing it with the neo-Nazi? I'm not saying that this is true. No, I'm just challenging you because you're saying, yeah. well, fucking hell, the, the general public are stupid, look at them. They, 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 they uh, listen to these Tories. What's stopping them then from what the danger is? And this balance is, I understand, yeah, we need discourse, we need to try and understand, we need to try and persuade and debate these people. But by giving them a platform, you're actually increasing the dangers all of it becoming mainstream, aren't you? And actually being like a real, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, remember like the state of uh, state of society at the moment, you know, the gap between rich and poor, you know, the poverty that's out there, the cost of living, inflation, now is like fucking prime time for fascism yeah, and yeah, neo-Nazism. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to turn this. Make... I, I don't want to turn this episode into like we, we. This is not a summary. This is like culture wars. Season three, <laughs> episode ten. But it, 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 it is interesting and uh, it's a good debate to have. Um, I'm not oh, just saying sure. that you or me are right or anything on it really, but it's tough, isn't it? But I think yeah, yeah having people with 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 different views would be a good idea, but maybe move away from the neo-Nazis is probably what I've... I would probably not sign off on having a neo-Nazi on a podcast list. Let's, <laughs> let's put it like that. Okay, maybe BNP member, UKIP member? Can we, can we stretch that far? Are they still going, are they, the BNP? Probably yeah, some underground probably. tunnel or something. Yeah, yeah, some cells. Uh, yeah, cells yeah. Sleeper cells. Maybe, maybe they would like to come on something called We're All Fucked, because it is, they think all these are the people that are just like... They, they're 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 they lost get souls. It. They understand it. They're lost yeah, souls, yeah, yeah. and they're, they're politically homeless. You know, let's uh, let's grab onto them. Type thing. Yeah. What uh, what was the episode you enjoyed the most? I think I particularly enjoyed this. These are these are two happy topics. Lone, well, three actually: loneliness, death, and mental health. <laughs> It's like give me the name of the autobiography with you. <laughs> well, no, it wouldn't be in that order, would it? It'd be loneliness, mental health, and death. <laughs> those, those are the it's only three a... chapters, and it's more of a brochure <laughs> than a book. How to guide by Dan Christ. Loneliness, mental health, death. <laughs> I mean, I think I think it is because. I because because the political topics are so heavy, 
and obviously, you know, the things I've just mentioned do link into politics inevitably, but they are yeah. far more sort of warm and fuzzy, or they can be warm and fuzzy. They're certainly fuzzier anyway. Don't know about warm, um, yeah. but it it's it's kind of easier to engage with them, and also they're they're very personal because I I worked for I volunteered for a bereavement charity for eight years. I I worked for them for coming on three years you know we both worked on a charity that focused on isolation in older people um girlfriends a carer I've been working for years as a carer you know yeah pretty much you know I'm not going to say every week she comes back and says someone's died but it's yeah. fairly regular um yeah. so death death is certainly part of my life I've got a very mixed relationship with people so therefore I'm lonely um you know 50 percent oh. of the time yeah um and uh mental health i mean i like to say my mental health is fairly good but you know it is it has definitely had its ups and downs um yeah. over the years no, it's good to talk about that stuff isn't it and at, at the end of the day and I, I probably would lean towards those being the same i mean the ones i i enjoy doing the most were things like more of the touchy-feely ones i enjoy doing the kind of the friendship point of view which i think yeah. to our age is kind of it's stuff that you think about more and more free time another one and work as well stuff that i feel that i like we innately share like mm. beings together but i'm not a voice and i kind of enjoy doing them but when it comes to like the more difficult ones i tend to to struggle a bit more with things that like you tended to come up with like i really enjoyed it like when you when you came up with a topic because obviously we didn't, we don't know what what we're bringing up until that that moment. Sure, uh, you know, for the other person, and like I, I, you, you, you always, to be fair, to you came up with topics that I had very limited knowledge on, so I was quite like, <laughs> quite, I can learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the way to make it. So really, I quite struggled with the artificial intelligence one, uh, definitely and stuff like, and stuff like that that you kind of like brought on. But I think that was quite enjoyable actually, and it's quite nice to be like challenged and. You don't have time to. I'll enjoy that structure that we did because, like, you don't have time to curate your your lines your and your sentences yeah, and your view. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's really, oh, obviously we can edit out and just like stuff or not. But you know, I think we can clearly say that our edits aren't haven't been vast, so it's been there's, quite. There's like, been, I mean, base basically, our editing has been limited to topping and tailing, and you know, slicing out some maybe noise issues in the middle. Um, there's been very, very little editing, um, you know, in contrast to my jokes earlier. Um, I think, yeah, I sort of, I have enjoyed how rough and ready it's been. Um, I was, I, th- I think with the with the friendship one, that's, that's been sort of, you know, it's been quite meta because, you know, this, I think, has brought us closer together as friends. Like, you know, we've known each other for years, but it's the first sort of project that we've taken part in together. Um, so it's it's been good fun. It has been good. Fun. Oh, every time we used to see each other, though, we we more or less were doing mate with, with in the pub. It was an episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. It's, but then I I think the sort of because although we've taken a bit of a break over the last few weeks, we've we've pretty much the reason why we've got to thirty episodes is because pretty much every week we've been on it. So it's like, you know, I mean, it's, I can't remember for the life of me when we started, but it was a fuck of a long time ago. It was. Um, so it's it's one of those things where I think it's, for my own sort of 
balance to the week alongside the heaviness of my course it's been really nice to just be able to sit down here and hopefully you know money allowing i'd quite like to do what you do and buy a few beers and stuff and we might have to switch the recording night to a Friday or something for me to be able to do that sensibly. Set <laughs> it on, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But I say, yeah, it's probably whetted our appetite. It's been enjoyable, I found it cathartic. And uh, yeah, it's just a thank you, I suppose, to everyone who has listened. Yeah, we're not going to break any viewing records. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, oh, sorry, our listening records, I should say, but it's uh i think, I think in, it's, yeah absolutely gratitude is definitely there um i think that we never set out to sort of break new mold or you know we didn't really set out with many goals in mind so you know i, I think we played it quite safe in that way like we were both yeah. quite sort of you know nervous about what it would mean so i think we we set out to achieve what we wanted to achieve from it um i think our our next outing is obviously going to have to be a, a bit more thought through and probably probably a slightly more conventional podcast because this has been something where at definitely early doors I was like I'm not entirely sure how I feel about anyone listening to this this is very weird and then over the weeks I've got more and more comfortable um, as I've realized that you know most of my views aren't completely outrageous um, <laughs> yeah and and it's but it's not been particularly polished and it's been very obviously not very polished. So I think it would be quite good to have something that sort of sounded a bit more polished and was also just was a bit more polished because we were a bit more prepared and we were a bit more sort of, you know, on with it. Yeah, that's like everything, isn't it, that you start off with? It's it starts yeah. ropey, raw. It's like that when you listen to bands. I always do it like my favourite bands. I sometimes go back and listen to their very first album. And it's just that rawness and stuff, you know. So um, it's no, part it's of the crazy. journey, though. If you listen, if you listen to kind of early Chili Peppers compared to like modern Chili Peppers, it's so different. It's really fun. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Like <laughs> I mean, they probably listen back to the first one, cringing as fuck, like we'll probably do in a few years for this. But hey ho, it's a time capsule for the world. Fuck it. I just hope it we is. look back in ten years and listen to this and begin. I think that the society's improved, you know, or, or that if we look back and listen to these episodes in 10, 15 years and we still feel the same, that would be troubling. Even yeah, though that's probably sure. likely, isn't it? I mean, that's likely. That, yeah, I, I personally think it's pretty likely because if you look back 10 years in the past, 2013, yeah, it it was. I mean, if anything, actually, it was quite a lot better. <laughs> it's got it's got substantially worse in ten years. I mean, in ten years, there is if if I continue along the journey that I'm currently on, there is a good chance that in ten years I'll be a lawyer. Um, which so this this podcast will would come with a lot of different perspectives because I will have gone through a lot more education, a lot more professional experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, 10 years, I mean, your business has been running for two years now, three years? Yeah, two and a half, I think, yeah. In, in, like, yeah. A, in like a recognisable form, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, the 10 years down the line, you know, you'd be pretty well established then. Oh, I'll have sold to sort to like uh, Silicon Valley or something. I'll be sat <laughs> as a silent partner, just uh, scooping up the dividends, and I will be one of those corporate mega fucks that I've always hated. That's the plan. Teat of capitalism. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> Imagine that. Look, you know. 
versions um, kill me if that actually happens. Oh, for sure. I'll, I'll take that, accept that, no problem. And just be clear, if there is ever any investigation into Dewey's death, it was definitely suicide. The signs were all there. It was nothing to do with me. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a neat ending to it all, isn't it? With my suicide being like the, the, the summary of like 30 episodes. It just oh, comes back to my suicide again. 11th, 11th um, episode of the third season, and it's just me going, yeah, sorry, guys, just needed to let you all know that we finally did it. <laughs> this, this is a victory. This is the best oh, bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Oh. No, well, I'm very glad that we're both still alive, despite how shit the world is. <laughs> managed, mate. We've done it this far. We're almost halfway. It's almost half time now for you, surely. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I think we should uh, call it uh, a day. Yeah, sign off. Sign off with a thank you. Thanks, Dan. All right. Take care, mate. Bye so, for now. Yeah.